This is Northwest Navigation, where we talk about everything David B. Cruising, the Northwest, and the metaphysical everything. to Josh McGinnis. He's a whale biologist and he's also an all-around good guy and he comes on a trip with us every year as our guest naturalist. We actually sat down with him over Skype and talked about a bunch of the things that we've seen and where he got his start and, and what things he really likes about being a marine biologist. It's a very cool career and he's gotten to have a lot of fun going to cool places and doing interesting research. And When he comes on the boat, He's a lot of fun to have around. We started by talking about where his career had begun. Yeah, so I grew up in Port McNeil, uh, British Columbia, so a small little town on the inside of eastern Vancouver Island. It was a town based on logging and fishing, and it really was kind of uh, in the middle of nowhere. It had a population at that time of around a thousand people, and it was kind of a neat place to grow because you're surrounded by nature. You know, you got killer whales in Johnstone Strait, which is a famous spot for seeing the orcas that come and visit the area. You know, it's one of the best places to fish for salmon, um, rivers and streams and bears and cougars that are there. It's an old growth rainforest too as well. Uh, what was left of old growth rainforest still. Um, so it's a pretty cool place to actually just spend some time growing up, getting to be one with nature in, in some way. Is that kind of what led you to wanting a career doing something like that? Yeah, so... I grew up really liking all sorts of wildlife. You know, as a kid, I was absorbed in, in insects and spiders and, you know, all the gross things like that. And I also loved dinosaurs and, loved, you know, pretty much anything you can possibly think of that was to do with biology. When I was about 12 years old, I had an opportunity to witness a, a killer whale, a group of killer whales actually chase a, a small uh, group of Pacific white-sided dolphins into the Port Hardy Harbor. And Port Hardy is a small town about 30 kilometers uh, north of Port McNeil. So it's really on the edge of the north tip of Vancouver Island and they had actually just killed a, a Pacific white-sided dolphin right in front of us we were just fishing off the dock my cousin and I and um you know I everybody was down at the docks taking pictures and we had been there fishing all day so we had a front row seat to this event and right after that I was applied for a job whale watching in Port McNeil and got a job I was about 13 years old in the summer and I was working on a whale watching boat and it kind of just went from there it became kind of a lifelong fashion and you know ever since then I've been kind of just been following the orcas along the coast. It's cool to get to see that and and have that set you on a path that you're uh, you're still on. Oh, it's been spectacular. Yeah. So um, over the years, we know that you've been involved with different types of research, and maybe what we should talk about is um, one of the things that we love about having you on the boat is that you do know a lot about whales and um, especially killer whales. And maybe you should take a minute to explain that what makes um, uh, the Pacific Northwest kind of special and Alaska special is that there's the different populations of killer whales and what they what they do. When she yeah. led into that, I thought she was going to tell you that. You knew stuff about things other than killer whales. But no, apparently we're back to killer else. whales. <laughs> no, Josh no. only knows about killer whales. That's Just it, right? <laughs> what makes the the, coast, the Pacific Coast so unique is, I mean, this was this first area. I mean. Um, where killer whales were studied. I mean, the 1970s killer whales were the, the focus study of a species that is globally distributed is actually the Pacific Northwest. 
and this was a starting point. So what is very neat is that you have these three different kinds of orcas. And when I say kinds of orcas, we um, they're not different species as of yet, but um, research has shown that there are different forms or ecotypes that don't associate but live sympatrically or live side by side in the same same waters. And that's really interesting because, you know, to the untrained eye, they all look very similar, but they actually have completely different lifestyles. And that really makes this region special because in nature, that is very, very uncommon to find a species that still lives side by side that's evolving into a separate species in total. So these three different groups of orca are on this evolutionary pathway to becoming a new species, and we're seeing it right in front of us. And it's, you know, not separated by a river. These, you know, the species aren't separated by a river or separated by a mountain chain. They're they're right here in our backyard and we get to actually witness it. Being able to see these animals in the wild and show people on board vessels like the David B that you have residents one in one moment and you see transients in probably the same day, it, it's really mind blowing because they can actually, you know, after you explain to them what this evolutionary path that these different forms of killer whale are taking, they can actually see it, which is really exciting because you can actually start to see how they start to see the species um, changing as well. And it's kind of an exciting thing for both myself as a researcher and for the customers too. While you're doing orca research, you've actually spent a bunch of your time teaching, doing other kinds of biology and shoreside kind of stuff as well. And I always think that's kind of cool. We go to the the beach with you and you're able to point out what things are and tell us about life cycles and that kind of stuff. I, that, that kind of stuff's pretty cool too. Yeah, I always really like when um, we're on the beach and somebody will bring you like a snail or a rock with some barnacles on it. And and what's really fun is seeing how you can describe these creatures. You can give them, you know, the scientific name, which always really impresses people. But <laughs> also, um, but also just go into the detail of how how these creatures, you know, live. I think uh, there were a couple different snails you taught us about uh, last time you were on the boat. One that's carnivorous and one that's not carnivorous and the carnivorous one drills into shells of things and and like you know that was just really cool and and people get all really excited about about learning that kind of stuff I find uh, a couple of years ago we got a microscope for the David B and mm. uh, pulling up uh, samples of plankton has been fun and I remember uh, one time when you were uh, uh, had pulled some up and I think there was a little jellyfish or something in the sample and remember how excited you were about that yeah those I you know that that was so cool I mean you know seeing something microscopic especially with plankton is so neat because many of these organisms that you actually see in the tide pool actually were these microscopic organisms at one point floating around in the currents and they look completely different from what you see, what you would see in the tide pool, and they're an adult organism. So when you pulled up one once, and I was showing a guest, and I said it's a barnacle, and they go, "That doesn't look like a barnacle at all." And it's like, "Well, yeah, it's going. It has to go through these stages of life, this metamorphosis, and that then will, you know, it will settle one day in a tide pool or along the beach and become this barnacle that we all recognize." So actually seeing this transformation and people being having the opportunity to understand how these organisms come to be and you know how they move throughout the currents and settle. And that whole micro aspect on the David B with having a microscope in the plankton toe, it just opens up a whole different world that most of us aren't used to seeing. 
Yeah, I think it's really fun because we'll leave the microscope out with a sample. And I love how many people throughout the day will go and check on the samples and see, you know, <laughs> what's in there. And then, or I've got a book on board that they can also look up for themselves what they're seeing. So, so that's certainly another aspect of the ecology cruise we do with you that makes it really fun and engaging. Yeah, so um, besides killer whales, we also get to see humpback whales, and mm. so we should would talk about those just a little bit, because... Cause, if you don't want to uh, talk about them, if that's you okay, talk, though, John. Yeah, I mean, well, they're just humpback whales We could just go back to talk about killer whales. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no, humpbacks are, humpbacks are the elephants of the sea. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, so so we definitely get to see humpback whales on these trips. The humpbacks are spectacular. I mean, we, we you know, like our, the last trip we had together, I remember we sat with the humpback for, I think, an hour, and it just breached every minute it was breaching. Um, and I remember That's we got right. to the point where we could totally guess where it was going to breach out of the water. You know, every customer, I think, even with their cell phones, were getting images that were, you know, National Geographic kind of, you know, like style. vessel and um, you know hear your stories and I've been very very thankful for that so I thank you both for you know having me on the water for the last you know I guess well the five years that I've been able to come out with you and I mean it feels like it was just like not long ago but um, definitely I really appreciate everything you guys have done and I learn every day something new from you Oh, it's always so cool how when we pull up plankton which Christina started doing all the time we pull up plankton <laughs> and we put it under the scope and we're looking at it and uh you know we have the books there and we 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 do pretty well christine has got a lot of that knowledge and we can we can tell you a lot about what you're seeing but it's really not the same as it is when you're on the boat because we just don't have all that knowledge we've been focusing on doing other things i guess and, and haven't learned that stuff as well as you have and so it's really fun when you're there and you can be like okay this is what's going on with this little creature over at the left here and this is this is, i don't know it's just really cool i think that i think that it's really neat to because we all bring something you know to the table when it comes to skills i mean your navigation, you know, the cooking on board the boat, the how you guys react and work with customers, you know, it really makes for a comfortable and amazing trip. And it's really neat. And I, I mean, I learn stuff every time I come on the trip and, you know, like information about brown bears and, you know, how, you know, areas in Southeast Alaska and where to go and how you guys work in nature because you guys are very non-invasive when you go in and do your things. It's really actually nice to see where, you know, companies sometimes aren't like that. And it's um, it's a breath of fresh air to actually be with some people that actually appreciate nature. Until next time, fair winds. Our music is from Blue Dot Sessions. They can be found on the web at sessions.blue. I, I don't know. I think we, um, we could ask him about his... Um his uh, upcoming adventure to Antarctica, but that might have to bring up, you know, <laughs> you know. Oh, you mean when he goes and works for the evil empire? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh is going to go work for the evil empire and yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, get to yeah. fulfill a uh, lifelong dream of going to Antarctica, and we're very excited for him for that. And that's pretty cool. You, I'm actually really yeah. jealous of you that that uh, you're going to get to go work down there. I'm definitely nervous, you know. I mean, I got to fly down there. That's one thing. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, 
but um, I, I'm, I'm excited to see. Okay. Oh, look at that. This... Whoa. It works. Yeah. Mind blown. I know. It's technology stuff. It's not for us young people. I know. People. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, if we were like 17, we'd know how to do this. We would, yeah, yeah we would totally know how to do it. Yeah, we uh, we've pulled up a whole bunch of really cool stuff in that, and then the um, the sea strainers. We got some squid in the sea strainers. No this year. way. Yeah. yeah. Really? Like uh, probably it was about like that big. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I say, I'm a I'm a closet cephalopod nerd, so I need to <laughs> I need to get up, I need to see this. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> 